discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. Can you please be seated? Thank you. Hallelujah. The next point is this. Joy will give blessings on your posterity. Or it brings generational blessings. Even to your posterity. It's amazing. The same verse we read in Isaiah 58 verse 14. Then shall thou delight yourself in the Lord, and I'll cause you to ride on the high places of the earth, and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father. Can you imagine? You see, God is not a man that he should lie. All these promises, God spoke it, and all the promises of God in him are ye and amen. You just have to delight yourself in the Lord. Joy. He says he will give you to eat. Or he will feed you with the heritage of Jacob. What is the heritage of Jacob? The heritage. His inheritance. What is the heritage of Jacob? Now I've wondered why God never said the heritage of Abraham. Because Abraham is the one who had the promises. And Abraham was the blessed. And the covenant was with Abraham. And he was a fa the father of the race. He's a father of faith. Among the, Jewish, the Jews, he's a father of the, of the race. And he's a father of faith. And we are blessed with faithful Abraham. Alright. The Bible speaks of the heritage of Jacob, not Abraham. Yet Abraham was the one who was blessed. Why the heritage of Jacob? Why the heritage of Jacob, his grandson? Let me show you a principle in Mark chapter 4, verse 28. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, first the blade, then the year, after that, full corn in the year. Give me another version. Now, when you plant a corn, a maize, there are three stages of growth there is the leaf blade. Then there is a head of wheat. Then there is the full grain before it ripens. There are three stages. The leaf blade. Then there is a head of wheat. Then there is the, the final harvest. The full corn in the year. Three process of growth with a corn. It speaks of the seed principle. Abraham had the blessing. But by the time Isaac came, <laughs> the blessing was the second stage. By the time Jacob came, it was in the full stage, the full corn in the year. So God told Abraham to walk the length of the land. By the same God told Isaac that to him he would give the countries. And God now tells Isaac that he will spread northward, southward, eastward. If you check the blessings carefully, from Abraham, the blessings seem to increase with Isaac. And from Isaac, when he gets to Jacob, the blessings seem to increase. Now, praise God. Hallelujah. Take me to the book of Genesis chapter 49, verse 26. Genesis 49, verse 26. Alright. So, Jacob is blessing his sons. Then it came to um, Joseph. Joseph received the birthright blessing. The blessing of the firstborn. The birthright it's for, it didn't go to Reuben, it went to Joseph. Now, when he was blessing Joseph, Jacob, can you just imagine him blessing Joseph? This is what he said. 
the blessing of your father. Now, can someone come for illustration? Someone just come. I just want to use you for illustration. I needed a male, but your faith, your faith has made you whole. All right. So can you please kneel down? I'm, huh. So this is Joseph. And I'm Jacob. And I'm blessing you. And I go like, the blessing of your father. So who is he talking about? Himself. That's it. The blessing of your father has prevailed above the blessing of his ancestors. Jacob was saying he's blessed more than Isaac and Abraham. <laughs> the blessing of your father has prevailed above the blessing <laughs> of my progenitors, man's ancestors. That means his blessing is greater than Isaac and Abraham. When it comes to sons after the promise, Abraham had one, Isaac had two, Jacob had twelve. Thank you, Joseph. God bless. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, so what is the heritage of Jacob? So he was blessed above Isaac and Abraham. And what was the blessing? The blessings of thy father have prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. Hmm. It shall be on the head of Joseph on the crown of the head of him that was separate from his brethren. What is the utmost bound of the everlasting hills? That means that the blessing of Jacob will continue as long as the everlasting hills remain. The blessing on Jacob will never go away. It remains ever as long as the ancient mountains. You see the mountains around? When we were born, the mountains were there. (laughs) Your great-grandfather met the same mountains. They are called everlasting hills. Ancient mountains. As long as those mountains are, the blessing God gave Jacob, which was higher than his father's, when you delight yourself in the Lord, that same blessing, that's the heritage of Jacob, is given to you. And he says the blessing will be unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. It will be there as long as the everlasting hills or this ancient mountain remains. That means that as you delight yourself in the Lord, the blessing now remains on you and goes into your posterity as long as the mountains are remains. So some of you are reaping the blessings of your great, 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 great grandmother who was always in church and dancing and serving God with joy. And the blessing has come on it's her posterity, and you are reaping it. Things are working, you have no idea. You better continue. <laughs> when you read from the Latin Vulgate, the version, the Latin Vulgate version says that the blessings of that progenitors, it will continue the utmost bound, the utmost bound, the Latin Vulgate says. It will the blessings of their progenitors will be there until the desire of the everlasting hills come. The blessing will be upon you until the desire of the everlasting hills come. What is the desire of the everlasting hills? And what is the desire of the ancient mountains? The desire of the everlasting hills is when Christ comes back to the earth. Christ is the desire of the nations. He is the desire of creation. Creation is awaiting for its creator. So it means that when you start enjoying the Lord, when the blessings come upon you, it will be on your posterity until Christ comes. That's what it means. So blessings is generational. Delighting yourself in the Lord. It goes down your generation. So when you come to the house of God and you are dancing and you are worshipping and you are active and you are serving with joy, you are not only blessed, your family is blessed. Your generations are blessed. Your children, those who are not even born, are blessed. So before they are born, blessings are hanging in the spirit waiting for them. That's the heritage of Jacob, your father. God cannot be lying. It's too much. Is that not so? It's too much blessing. 
It's too much blessing. Joy. The one thing. Joy. Ma, 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 ma. Joy. Joy. Hallelujah. Joy. See, when your face is full of joy, when you are cheerful, someone said that, oh, but um, I'm joyful in my heart. Proverbs 15.13. Let me show you something in Proverbs 15.13. Proverbs 15.13. Look at what it says. A merry heart make it a joyful countenance. So you cannot say your heart is merry, but my face, my face is sad, but my heart is joyful. You can't say that. <laughs> Hallelujah. The, the next point is that joy neutralizes every case. Numbers 23-21. Joy neutralizes cases. Now, remember when Balak took Balaam to curse Israel. Now, Balaam huh, was a wizard. <laughs> he was a wizard. He was a, the Bible said he was, a, he was a soothsayer. He was a sorcerer. The Bible said so. At the same time, it's like a, he had God at the same time, he had the devil. <laughs> he was a gentle prophet. <laughs> he was a prophetic wizard. <laughs> and they stood on the mountains of Pisgah. He saw Israel gathered in their camps. He opened his mouth to curse, and the curse couldn't come. One of the reasons he gave Balak is this. He said, he has not beheld iniquity in Jacob. Neither has he seen perverseness in Israel. And he gives this reason. The Lord his God is with him. And the shout of a king is among them. Hallelujah. He was cursing them, but among them they were shouting. Joy. The shout of the king was among them. I told you that shouting is one of the fruits of joy. <laughs> So, this is what he said. He said, the curse is not working. I open, open my mouth to bless, to, sorry, to curse, then it becomes a blessing. Why? Because the shout of the king is among them. When the shout of the king is among us, listen, when you, the shout of the king is among you, forget about witches and wizards from, from your family. If you can't just be shouting and be joyful, no weapon can ever touch you. Every curse will be neutralized. Because the shout of the king is among you. Remember the walls of Jericho. The wall was so huge that there were horse racing on the walls. Chariots will move on the walls. Six chariots will move on the walls of Jericho. <laughs> it took a shout. It came tumbling. <laughs> my, 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 my. The Lord Jesus comes with a shout. You know why? Even at rapture, he comes, he comes for his church. He comes with a shout. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. Jesus comes with a shout. Mamakurakatai. And with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God. Mama, mama. See, joy is a feast. The feast of tabernacles in the Bible is called the feast of joy. In the Bible, the feast of joy. Joy is a feast. Ma, 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 ma. The Bible says that he that has a merry heart has continual feast. Is it Proverbs 15, 15, verse 15? If your heart is merry, you have continual feast. And 1 Corinthians 5, 8 says, let us therefore keep the feast. <laughs> you see, Christianity is a feast of joy. Continual feast. Constant feast. Ma, 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 ma. It's the feast of tabernacles. The shout of the king. Is amongst them. You know the king, Jesus. The shout of the king is amongst them. The shout of the king. The boast of the king. The shout of the king. I'm telling you, when the shout of the king is amongst us, no Balaam can curse you. The shout of the king is amongst us. That's what sometimes you have to, you in your room, you have to shout, Glory! And the Jericho walls are coming down. <laughs> They are coming down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What's that? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
All right. Now, how do you obtain this joy? How do you obtain this joy? Psalm 107 verse 22. Psalm 107 verse 22. Yeah. So I'll give you three points. The first one is thanksgiving. Not, 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 let me not say thanksgiving. Sacrifices of thanksgiving. You see? The word joy is kara. Kara. C-H-A-R-A. Joy is also from the word in the Greek, the word thanksgiving is Eucharistio. Eucharistio. So, joy is actually from thanksgiving. In etymology, in the Greek etymology, kara is also from Eucharist. Eucharist. You see, it's a play of words. Grace, joy, and thanksgiving. It's a play of words. So, kara is from Eucharist. That means joy is from thanksgiving. Joy is from, in the Greek, joy is from thanksgiving. Now, there's a difference between thanksgiving, giving thanks, and the sacrifices of thanksgiving. There's a difference. When do you give thanks? When someone blesses you, you give thanks. When someone gives you a new phone, you give thanks. When someone gives you an iPad, you give thanks. When someone helps you carry a bucket of water, you give thanks. All right. It's normal when you are blessed to give thanks. But, but when does thanksgiving become a sacrifice? <laughs> that is, when things are not working. When things are difficult. When the money is not coming. When your beloved has left you. <laughs> when the feast is not yet paid. Nothing is working. It's a father, thank you that he is gone. I bless you that she is gone. To you be the glory. Blessed be your holy name. You are praising God that there is no money in your pocket. Father, thank you that I have no eating. May your name be praised forever. Now, that is called sacrifices of thanksgiving. At this time, thanksgiving becomes a sacrifice. Because what you are looking for is not there. It's not there. Yet you are giving thanks for it. Remember that we give thanks in all things and for all things. That is when it becomes a sacrifice. Things are not working. Your shoe is torn. Now understand this. Anytime anything negative happens to you, quickly start giving God thanks. <laughs> yeah. Because you see, as you give thanks, the weight or, or the, the the kind of mood you have, you see, naturally, when something ill happens, you're not happy. But thanksgiving will dispel those things away and give room for joy to, to manifest. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. One day I was driving, just driving, not too long. I checked my back, no car was coming in front of me, no car was coming. I wanted to, I wanted to turn left. A motorcycle, a motor driver, rider from nowhere, a kind of bush just came swiftly to come and hit the back of my car. So I, I just checked the mirror of my car and I saw the guy in the sky. <laughs> the motor was flying, the guy was flying. Because the back of the car is very hard. Then I stopped. I went to see this guy. When I saw him, helped him by the side of the road. At this time, a lot of cars had stopped. And people were asking me, what are you doing here? You should be gone by now. I do know. Of course, I can't just go because I'm a believer. You understand? Yeah. I'm also a man of God. <laughs> then I took money after everything, raised him up. I took money and gave him. He took it and said, oh, Masa, it's too small. <laughs> Can you just imagine? Almost like he loved money more than his pain. 
Then I said, by the way, you know, it's not my fault. Because he came to hit my back. So actually, you should have repaired my car. According to the law, you should have repaired my car. But he saw, I think he, when he saw my car, he, saw, he felt like this guy must... Because I was riding on the high places, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know what I did? I doubled the money for him. Yeah, that's the spirit of Christ. I just doubled the money for him. Then I sat in my car. I said, hmm, I'll not waste my trial. I started giving God thanks. Moko, Talaba, Sunday. Thank you. That, that's how to live. When you're able to give thanks instantly when there's trouble, ah, the trouble cannot last. You are releasing joy. You are releasing grace. It's a key. Just start thanking God. Angels will just come in attendance. Things will change. Because joy, thanksgiving, you release joy, it's a kind of protection. The problem cannot last. Solution will come from everywhere. Praise God. The second point, God's manifest presence. Psalm 16, verse 11. God's manifest presence. Psalm 16, verse 11. Yeah. So, literally, I'm talking about prayer, but I want to focus on speaking in tongues. That will show me the part of life in thy presence is fullness of joy. <laughs> the joy is his presence. In thy presence. You see, God is omnipresent, but I'm talking about his manifest presence. At the right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. All right. In that presence is fullness of joy. Now, joy is in degrees. In the Bible, joy is is even in degrees. The Bible speaks of joy. Then there is great joy. Then there is exceeding great joy. Then there is abundance of joy. Then there is fullness of joy. The last one is joy unspeakable and full of glory. It's joy you cannot even talk about. There are no vocabulary on earth to express your joy. So joy is in degrees. In his presence, your joy becomes full. And how do you activate that? Ephesians 5 verse 18. Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Now, I want to show you how to be filled with the Spirit because being filled with the Spirit is being filled with the presence, the manifest presence of God. Now, the way to be filled with the Spirit is present passive imperative in the Greek. Now, present passive imperative. That means that be filled is in the present tense. Be filled now, 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 now. Then it is imperative, meaning it's not a choice, it, it's a command. But this, be filled is in the passive voice. That means that you are not making yourself filled. You are not causing yourself to be filled. There is someone who is making you filled, it's not you. So it's like you are told to do something, but you are not the one to do it. So what do you do? He says be filled. But it's, it's in, in the passive voice that trying to tell you that you are not the one to make yourself filled. So then what do I have to do to be, to be filled? The next verse, verse 19 says, speaking. It's a present tense in the active voice. So the word speaking, verse 19, is actually the way to be filled with the Spirit. Because active voice is telling us what you must do, what you have to be active about. Uh-huh. So, now speaking to yourself in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. Hmm. All of these things will cause you to be filled with the Spirit. Now, spiritual songs in the Greek is the same as singing with your spirit. Apostle Paul said, what is it then? I will pray with my spirit and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with my spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. Singing with your spirit. Speaking in tongues and singing in tongues actually is singing in the spirit or spiritual songs. Do you sing in the spirit? 
speaking in tongues, just, just sing. Sing in a, as you start singing in the spirit. So what it means is that the more you pray in tongues, you pray in tongues, you pray in tongues until you start singing in tongues. That's how to be filled. That's how to be filled. And when that happens, there's melody in your heart. There's joy. Apostle Paul met some Christians, some believers in Ephesus and said, ask them, ah. He saw that there was something wrong with them physically. They were not happy. They were not joyful. So he said, ah, have you received the Holy Ghost since he believed? You know what? He saw their demeanor. I said, ah, you are lacking something. Have you received the Holy Ghost since he believed? <laughs> because you see, if you meet a tongue-talking, Holy Ghost-filled believer, <laughs> who is expert in tongue the person is always full of joy <laughs> full of joy so if you want to work in joy some of you only have a certificate in tongsology it's time to graduate with first degree in tongsology get a master's degree in tongsology get phd by the time you are in phd huh, you begin to speak the tongues of angels. <laughs> the more you speak in tongues, the more you are filled. Hallelujah. The more your joy increases. The next is the word. The word of God. In Jeremiah 15 verse 16, Thy words were found, and I did eat them. <laughs> and thy word was unto me, the joy and the rejoicing. Of my heart. Thy words were found and I did eat them. So it is eating the word that will provoke joy in your heart. So the word is an edible substance. You don't have to merely read, you have to eat. Eat the word. Eat that which is good. Let your soul delight itself in fatness. Eat. Buy wine, buy milk without money and without price. Eat the word. Labor not for the milk that perishes, but for the milk that endureth to everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give you. Eat the word. Hallelujah. Don't just casually read. Eat the word. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also are they than the honey and the honeycomb. Eat the word. Ma, 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 ma. Oh, how love I thy law. It is my meditation all the day. Eat the word. Mine eye prevented the night watches that I might meditate in thy word. Can you imagine? David never slept. Mine eye prevented the night watches. A watch is a three-hour moment. From six to nine is three hours. Nine to twelve is three hours. Twelve to three is one watch. So six to nine is a watch. Nine to twelve is a watch. Twelve to three is a watch. Three to six is a watch. David said, Mine eye prevented the night watches that I might meditate on thy word. So all night word meditation. <laughs> My meditation of him shall be sweet. Ma, 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 ma. I rejoice in thy word more than they that what? Find great spoil. So Jeremiah said, I ate and joy. John 15 verse 11. Jesus said to his disciples, These things have I spoken unto thee, that my joy may remain in you. That your joy may be full. So joy comes from his word. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain. You see, if Jesus said that my joy might remain, that means joy can come and go. There are some people they are joyful today, but in three weeks' time they are not joyful. Yeah. Then they come to church and their joy returns. And another time there's no joy. But Jesus wants your joy to remain. And how can your joy remain? By what He has said. And what He has said is in His Word. So the more you give yourself to the Word, the more your joy remains. And His will for you is that your joy might be full. If your joy can be full, then it can be half full. Then it can also be quarter full. Then it can also be running dry. See, there are some people, their joy is not full. So, when they are joyful, but something is defeating them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah 35, Isaiah 55, 55, Isaiah 55, Isaiah chapter 55. Let's go back. Let's go to. Um, 
Let's go to, let's start from seven. Eight. Verse eight. All right. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, seeth the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher, your thoughts, my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain, you see, God's thoughts is in his word. He communicates his thoughts to us in his word. When you read the word, you, you exchange your thoughts with God's thoughts. He's telling us that his word, his thought comes as a rain in his word. For as the rain cometh down and snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. So this is the word. Look at what it says. For ye shall go out with joy. When God's word comes to you, you study a word at dawn before you go to work or if you go to lecture. When you step out of, of your room, <laughs> you are going out with joy. <laughs> there are some people when they leave their rooms, they go out with depression. Others go out with despair and discouragement. But because you have you have eaten the word, you have had fellowship with the word, he says, you will go out with joy and be left off with peace. The result is, the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you. Now, mountains and hills speaks of dignitaries, nobility, kings, those in high places. That means that <laughs> my, 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 the kings of Sheba and the kings of Seba, they will come and lick the dust of your feet. What it means is that, look, you become such a wonder that kings will bow before you. They will seek for your counsel. The Bible says, all the trees of the field shall clap your hands. Now, whilst mountains and hills stand for nobles and kings, the trees of the field stand for ordinary human beings. Yeah, the Deuteronomy 20 verse 19 says, the tree is man's life. So, ordinary human, that, what it means is that the trees of the field will clap your hands. When you're going for a lecture, you're, you're going for, to work, you become a living wonder among your workmates. You become a living wonder among your classmates. It's like this, the guy has come. Wow. You are so admired, sometimes they can't say it. Others can also say it. But you're a living wonder. Everything about, about you is admirable. Even how you sneeze is admirable. <laughs> you are too blessed. You are going out with joy. And the trees of the field will clap your hands. In the Bible, the field is the world. In Matthew 13, 38, Jesus says the field is the world. So the people of the world begin to, wow, your emergence. This is a wonder. Who is this? Look at her. Look at him. They look at you. You go up and down. Your your classmate, your roommate. You just you just you're just a wonder. Your life is filled with excellence, perfections, glory. That is your portion. The trees of the field will clap your hands. Wow, who is this? Wow, this guy is so good. You'll be so resourceful that you'll be sought after. Look at the next verse. Ma, ma, ma. Instead of the thorn, shall come up the fir tree. Mama, when you walk in joy, instead of the thorn, shall come up the fir tree. Now, the thorn, biblically, thorn speaks of curse. Curse. Thorns is a biblical symbolism of curse. Now, it speaks of stress, curse, anxieties, worries. But in those days, thorn bushes were used to make fence and hedges for the, the, the sheep pen so that it becomes like a, a barricade. The sheep cannot go beyond because if you touch the thorn bush, it will prick you. It hurts. All right. Instead of the thorn will come the fair tree. Now the fair tree is a cypress tree. Now the cypress tree is, is, what is, is the Christmas tree. <laughs> A symbolic of start which is celebratory you know now the cypress was what David used 
to make his harps and his musical instrument. It belongs to the coniferous trees. So David used the cypress to produce his harps. You know David produced musical instruments in the Bible. He made his own musical instrument. It's amazing. He was an inventor. Are you here with me? <laughs> and the reason he used the reason he used the cypress was that the cypress is you know the tree produces produces a kind of canorous sound. It's so it gives a kind of harmonious sound the tree itself. So he used the cypress to produce the harp as well as his musical instrument. So the Bible says that instead of the thorn, instead of hurting others, instead of having a case, instead of having stress, instead of having anxiety and worries, your life will produce a melody. Wow. <laughs> your life will produce a beautiful song. <laughs> like the cypress. <laughs> when you are walking about, you are full of joy. You are full of singing. <laughs> Your whole life is full of melody, full of songs. <laughs> you, see, you are full of celebration. You are full of cypress. Whilst others are under a curse, are toiling, under wearisome labor, full of cares, joy makes all the difference. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, instead of the briar the briar is a poisonous tree when it touches you your whole body begins to itch from your head to your feet you itch and itch and itch that's a briar it came up after the fall of man instead of the briar will come the mighty tree and the word mighty is the word hadassah the name for Esther <laughs> Esther is a star so, if instead of the, that means that without joy, without the word producing joy, you are like the briar, what you do is that you begin to hurt others. People are, people are not comfortable in your presence. Wherever you go, people have to pretend. They are not comfortable wherever you are. <laughs> but as joy begins to exude from you, you see, children, eh, joy is not taught, it is caught. Children always want to be closer to those who are always joyful. But if you are grumpy and you are always sad, they go away from you. So when your life is full of joy, people are comfortable. You become like Esther. You become a star among many. <laughs> you are an example for many to, many to see and to look and to follow after. Hallelujah. People feel blessed around you because of joy. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is your joyous season. This is your season of joy. Hallelujah. I want you to begin to live your life with joy. Wherever you go, singing, laughter. Don't let Satan rob you of your joy. Don't be robbed. Apostle Paul said, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Don't never think you cannot rejoice. Someone was in a sewage and he was full of joy. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Joy unspeakable. Hey, the Bible says, though now for a season ye are in great heaviness through manifold temptation, but the trial of your faith being much more precious that gold than gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and adoration unto the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Count it all joy, my brethren. We count it joy. I know things are not well, but count it joy. I know, I know things are not well. Things are not in their pleasant places, but count it joy. It is time to count it joy. Do some accounting tonight. Count it joy. Let it be your determination. Count it joy. Count it joy. Count it joy. The shout of the king is among us. The fruit of joy is among us. The heritage of Jacob. Delight yourself also in, in the Lord. He shall grant thee the desires of thine heart. It's a season of joy. It's a feast of joy. Pray yourself into joy. Pray yourself into joy. Joy is an anointing. The Bible speaks of the oil of joy. Now begin to receive the oil of joy. The oil of joy. To give unto them beauty for ashes. Beauty for ashes. 
the spirit of heaviness mama for the oil of joy mama 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 the oil of joy for morning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness thou art and has anointed him with the oil of gladness above thy fellows 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 the oil of joy it's an anointing thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus my sombra baba sunday ya bra sembrando resida sembra mamando sede sembrando pasada Stava stima stima stima
thank you Jesus lift up your hands the Bible says the father anointed Jesus with the oil of gladness so gladness is an anointing Isaiah 61 verse 3 speaks of the oil of joy the oil of joy for mourning the oil of joy it's an anointing now I want you to stretch your hands toward heaven and right now in this atmosphere what is coming over you is an oil of joy it's coming over you tangibly like a cloud like a cloud is moving it's moving it's moving it's touching you it's touching you it's touching you where you have sorrowed the place of despair and depression joy is filling those gaps it's filling those gaps hey hey receive the oil of joy from the throne of heaven receive the oil of joy receive the oil the oil the oil of gladness hey! receive the oil Jesus now lift up your hands be quiet be quiet you are not praying you are only receiving you are not praying you are receiving the oil lift up your hearts <laughs> some of you will feel so it's, it's a kind of sensation all over you in your heart there's something all over you it's like your hearts this kind of cooling agent Shiba. All those spirits of depression have left your bodies. All those spirits of frustration and depression, they've left you. That let the joy of the Lord. <laughs> I hear laughter in the spirit. Holy laughter in the spirit. Laughter in the spirit. Mabra, Stimbre, Cambre, Cambre. Ma. Ah, it's all over you. Your hands and your feet. Your hands and your feet. Ha! Dear Debo, Shingre Sunday. Father, anoint everyone here with the oil of joy. Oil of joy. Oh, oh, with that horn. <laughs> Father. Father, anoint everyone here with the oil of gladness. Imama, 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 oh Rabba. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Imama, 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 Imama. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I tell you, look at something. Begin to laugh. You yourself laugh. You yourself laugh. You yourself laugh. Now, any situation that has bothered you for long, every situation, every struggle, every challenge, I want you to just picture it. Declare it is tumbling down and begin to laugh. <laughs> laugh at that situation. Laugh. Come on, laugh. <laughs> hey. Laugh, 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 laugh in the Holy Ghost. Come on, laugh in the Holy Ghost. Laugh, laugh in the Holy Ghost. Laugh, laugh in the Holy Ghost. Laugh in the Holy Ghost. Laugh, laugh in the Holy Ghost. Hey, 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 hey. The foolishness of God is wiser than men. Laugh in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> hey. 
away. You are laughing the problems away. You are laughing the troubles away. You are laughing your pain away. You are laughing the situation away. Hey, laugh, 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 laugh. Your laugh is releasing the victory. Your laugh, laughter is releasing the money. Your laughter is re releasing the house. Your laughter is releasing your health. Ma, ma, ma. 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 Listen. Balaam said, the curse cannot work because the shout of the king is among them. tonight whatever is that wall of Jericho the Bible said God is gone up with a shout the Lord God with a shout with a sound of the trumpet see there are people who shout and there is no revelation behind it nothing happens but the word is taught and you have understood that when the shout of the king is about Jesus now as we shout again I want you to picture our Lord Jesus in his victory. Just picture him in his royalty. Just picture him in his goodness. Shout! The king is here. The king is among us. Hey, glory! 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 is here blessing is here promotion is here increase is here acceleration is here abundance is here fruitfulness is here fruitfulness is here money is here grace is here money is here healing is here wealth is here health is here promotion is here Elevation is here. Exaltation is here. I see you going up. I see you increasing. You are above. 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 Give him a shout. Give him the praise. Give him the praise. Give him the praise.
Give your neighbor a high five and say cheers. Now tap three people and say cheers, cheers, cheers. Listen, listen, listen. Before, now listen. Now listen, listen. All right. Jesus gave us three cheers. Jesus gave us three cheers. The first one he said, Be of good cheer, it is I. The second one he said, Be of good cheer, thy sons be forgiven thee. The third time he said, Be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Give him the praise. Three cheers. So now, Jesus gave us three cheers. So you are going to give three people three cheers. As you give people three, three people high five, remember the three cheers. Then we are going to shout for the last time. Jesus says, be of good cheer. Be not afraid. That means whatever is making you afraid, that fear is gone from today. Jesus said, be of good cheer. Thy sins be forgiven thee. Whatever is condemning you and making you guilty is cancelled forever. This has said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Whatever is troubling you, he has deprived it of the power to harm you. The power is deprived in harming you. Come on, give someone a good cheer. Give a high five. Another high five. Every fear is gone. Every fear is gone. Every fear is gone. Every fear is gone. Every trouble is gone. Every tribulation is gone. Come on, give him the praise. you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.